Sports Talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour. The Ken Miller Show takes you until 2. Trent Condon is with me, Jimmy B and TC, this afternoon for your drive home from 4 until 6. Uh, we've got an hour to go coming up in 15 minutes or thereabouts. Brian Arilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. More on sports wagering. Uh, what has been determined? What is still to be determined? We'll ask some questions. He'll provide some clarity, hopefully, as we uh, try and uh, make it a little bit more understandable for everybody uh, that uh, is now learning about what is coming in all likelihood to our state within the, uh, what would you say, within the next year to be safe? I mean, I know the legislature reconvenes in January. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're betting the Super Bowl in February. Far from it. What, can you explain that at all? They They work five months and then it's over? Pretty good gig, I guess. I mean, I, no, I can't because I don't vote. So. Yeah, right. Well, I do, and I and you, I should be asking you that question. Then. You should. Uh, but we we really dive deep into politics. Yeah, we here, really we? do. Thank God, there's no place for it on a sports <laughs> show, in my opinion. Um, I did reach out to uh, one of my friends in the i in the casino business in the state of Iowa, trying to get a little bit of a an understanding as to how much money the casinos as a whole, mm-hmm. think is going to be wagered on sports in a calendar year in the state of Iowa. Yesterday, we used an example. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Trying to, trying to, I hate the word educate because I'm far from an educator, right? <laughs> uh, but trying to make it easier to understand how, the, how it's going to be cut up from where we sit and how we, I believe it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. So the estimate that I got during the break, and you heard the conversation, yep, um, $150 million is the number that's being floated amongst at least some of the casino operators in the state of Iowa. I don't know if that's a conservative number. That word wasn't used. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was an optimistic number, nor was that word used. It was simply, we think it'll be somewhere around $150 million will be wagered on sports in a calendar year in the state of Iowa. That's their guesstimate. So there were estimates yesterday. New Jersey, from one article I read, mm-hmm. estimated $8 billion a year bet on sports in New Jersey. Well, so let me temper that just a second, mm-hmm. I, because there's a follow-up question. Sports betting legal in New York? <laughs> if the answer is no... Right. Then a billion is a perhaps a good number because the tunnel under the river to get to the Meadowlands, which is going to offer it, yeah, it, which is I mean you can see Manhattan from yes. from the Meadowlands, so then that number might be hit. I mean it's just so Trent. It's I don't know how anybody would pay for a study. How do you how do you come up with that number? I mean, there's all look what look what for 1989. I go back to that the yeah, study yeah. that was done on how much of an impact Prairie Meadows is going to make when they open it up for horse racing as a standalone back in 1989. Well, I knew all too well yeah. that those numbers didn't come anywhere close because within a couple of years, well, within a couple of weeks, I was mucking out stalls. Because everybody had been laid off, and so I came to announce the races, and I'm wearing a pair of coveralls, and I'm taking you know what out of stalls to clean them, right? Right. Um, so, but I don't know how people come up with these estimates. I really and truly don't. A study, and oop, and that we're going to pay X for this study. Okay, uh, right. How? 
back this up. There, and you can't. Data. And you can't. You can't. Because even Minnesota was estimated at $2 billion. Iowa, say... $2 billion um, in Minnesota? In Minnesota. Is, their population... And it's not quite double. It's $5.5 million up there, a little over three here. Even if it's a billion here, that seems ungodly to I, me. I don't think it'll be anywhere near a billion here. I really don't. I think $150 million, that's a realistic know? number. I think it's, that's a good way to put it, realistically. So if that's the case, and we do my math, right, mm-hmm. where the state gets 10%, so, so let, let's go 5% in order. hold. 5% hold of $150 million is $75 million? Is that what I'm thinking? No, it's $7.5 million. $7.5 million. And 10% of that would be $750,000 that the state would see in taxable monies that would go to them based on $150 million in handle. But that's even before the NCAA and the NBA and the MLB, they get their integrity tax. Which is not going to happen. Well, that's a question for Brian. I mean, is is an integrity fee um, on the table? Is it a non-starter? Is it on the table Uh, in, in the state of Iowa? It shouldn't be. Well, think of all the entities that you can bet. NBA. They think they get 1%. Now, of course, that's laughable, but mm-hmm. NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing. Golf. Golf. So there's seven sports right there. We haven't even got to the NCAA. And is it different for the NCAA? They want to put props up for, here in Iowa, NCAA wrestling. That would be big, right? I, I put I guess Spencer yeah. Lita win 125 at minus 140, and then the two seed at plus 125, and on down. You're going to take a lot more bets here than you would in no Texas, question. than you would in Louisiana. So mm-hmm. so that's something. That, but is there an integrity fee for that mm-hmm. as opposed to college football that everybody knows? It's going to be big regardless of where you are. All all these people with their hands out, do you just chop off their hand? Yeah, I hope that's the answer. Yeah. I really do. Because that's the most realistic thing. Uh, I, agree I like with to you. live in reality. I agree with you. You know what's going to be big or has the potential to be big, I think? And I think maybe for baseball— or for, I think it could be in run in game betting. Yeah, in yeah. run betting is what they how they refer to it. Um, you know, will he make both free throws mm-hmm. before obviously he makes the throw, shoots the first one in the air? You got to place your bet on your device or on your tablet if you're at uh, whatever where you're at. Or here's a problem with that at at an event if you can do that, great. Right, we, but it's the delay. It's the delay, and 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 we deal with that. We as a company at CGT, mm-hmm. we if we know that. All of a sudden, your account can't. Will he make this field goal? Yes or no for beyond forty. And all of a sudden, you're gunning in a run like is unheard of. Mm-hmm. So you might have somebody at that game that's yeah. feeding that information. But it, you're right; it is the time delay. Um, you know, is the kick good? Because television has a delay built in. Mm-hmm. If you have satellite, it's a couple of extra seconds, it usually is. behind. Now you get into the next component, which is people that don't do cab- cable or satellite anymore. People that stream the games through the well, the lag is so bad that you can't bet these well, things. Well, here's an example. I was sent um, in-run horse race betting was something that we were taking a look at because mm-hmm. uh, I'm their horse guy at CGT, right? Full disclosure, transparency. Um, I was sent to Prairie Meadows, I don't know, maybe three years ago. And I was on a phone with the line makers, with the bookmakers in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And when the gate opened, I would tell them they're off. 
and then they, who are watching the screen of the Prairie Meadows race in, in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. in the race in sportsbooks, 1,000, 1,001, 1,002. You know, they would count up until, so they would figure out, and it's significant, Trent. Yeah. Significant. We'll take a break. We'll uh, do more on this uh, with Brian Urilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. Is Iowa and Iowa State games, will they be on the table here in the state of Iowa? What about the integrity fee? Some of the questions we'll ask Brian when we continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Hey, comic fans, we've got a sweet deal for you. The Wizard World Comic Con is coming to the Iowa Event Center Friday, June 1st, Saturday, June 2nd, and Sunday, June 3rd to celebrate the biggest show of the year and celebrate the best in pop culture. We've got your opportunity to enjoy this amazing show for half off. That's right, half off. Purchase a Friday pass for just $19, a Sunday pass for just $22, or a weekend pass for just $39. You won't find a deal like this anywhere else. These tickets are on sale now at this station's website under our Sweet Deals tab. Wizard World Comic Con and Gaming brings it all. Movies, comics, toys, video gaming, TV, anime, collectibles, and much more. There's fun for all ages. Come out and meet your favorite celebrities, including Greg Sulkin, James Marsters, Matt Ryan, and many more all weekend long. Get your tickets now on this station's website under our Sweet Deals tab. Don't miss out on this great Ticket Tuesday Sweet Deal. Get your tickets to Wizard World Comic Con to while you can. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter. Online, afsp.org slash Iowa. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 Ruthies poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. 1700 KBGG, Trent and I until 2. Robinson Cano, an 80-game suspension for violating the league's uh, performance and had Strug's policy. Mm. PEDs puts Robinson Cano, and he's on the DL with a hand or a wrist from this weekend. So that 80-game, that clock doesn't start ticking until he gets back from the DL. Really? I would think. You're probably right. I You have to assume. Absolutely. Did he get tested right after? Oh, I wonder. I'm not sure, but yeah. uh, 80 games uh, for Robinson Cano. Well, as promised, let's get to our friend Brian Orelko, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, as we try and get a little bit more clarity on yesterday's Supreme Court meeting. When uh, pursuant, I guess, better way to put it, pursuant to what it means for us here in the state of Iowa. Brian, Trent, and Ken, how are you, Brian Orelko? I'm doing great. Thanks, guys. Uh, great to talk to you. Uh, you know, there's so many misnomers out there. As this is all brand new. I know you guys have been uh, preparing for what seemed to be like an inevitable announcement. Legislature didn't get anything done this year, so we'll have to wait until next year. Uh, but a couple of things that I want to start with, in particular, uh, the tax model. Uh, Brian, as to, as to how, I mean, as you well know, there's going to be a whole lot of hands that are sticking out. Uh, one of them is you're going to have to be taxed on this. That would be taxed on the casino's hold, right? It wouldn't be on the amount of handle. The tax would have to be on the hold for this to make sense. Yeah, no, I agree with you. In fact, that is what the current or or the the proposed legislation for the 2018 session. Uh, was based off of it was based off of the hold and that makes a big difference when you're dealing with revenue from sports wagering uh there's a considerable difference between what is bet and what is held by the operators and so i think what we'll see in iowa I mean, it's hard to say what the legislation will look like in 2019 but i think it's fair to say that we'll see 
some sort of tax based on the hold. With that, uh, a lot of questions out there, how this is going to do, and you mentioned 2019 going forward. Could there be a special session? Do you anticipate anything like that possibly happening with the Iowa legislation? Uh, That's a great question. I don't anticipate that to happen. Uh, It's it's, um, that there are, I think in our world and, and here at the commission and with what you folks do and all of the people listening, I think you know, sports wagering, it certainly is a, this is a historic moment in, in gambling and with, with this decision by the courts. But um, I'm not sure just from, uh, from the general public, you know, if it would be something that would raise, uh, rise to the level of uh, people needing a special session. And I think there is some benefit to, to seeing what happens now. There are still a number of states that have a session that is up and running, and people will be considering this, and we'll at least have the next eight to nine months to see what is working, what is not working in some of these other jurisdictions. So if it uh, passes next session, We'll, we'll have a good idea and, and have a head start and be ready to go and do it the right way. Uh, Brian, I want to get to the integrity fee in a minute, but I want to bring this up first because, as you well know, this is such a uh, a passionate state when it concerns when it comes to college sports, and in particular, Iowa and Iowa State, whichever way you you, you rank them, or which or Iowa State and Iowa, um, such such passion there. During the discussion in 2018, was there anything pursuant to allowing games in our state, whether it be a Big 12 game uh, at Hilton Coliseum or a Big 12 a Big 10 game? Uh, at Carver or at Kinnick. What about games in our state when it comes to Iowa and Iowa State? Would they be on the board, do you think? I do think they would be, at least this year through the piece of legislation in 2018 through that draft. There was no prohibition uh, that would have restricted Iowa or Iowa State from being on the board. And so I think from the operator standpoint and some of the discussions that I've had with them, and that's important for them their their revenue and their potential revenue directly from sports wagering it may not be significant and so a lot of them are viewing this as an extra amenity and so to have it an opportunity to have a, a big event at one of their facilities mm-hmm. during an Iowa Iowa State football game of course they'll sell the tickets People will bet on the games, but they'll also sell a lot of beverages. And I think that's important uh, for them to have an atmosphere, to get a new clientele, new people coming through their doors that may also eat at their restaurants, uh, go through their casino, and get exposed to some of the things that they've been offering for the last 10, 15, 25 years in Iowa that maybe some of these new customers uh, aren't used to. Brian, uh, a big buzzword that has been going on has been integrity fee. Uh, integrity fee paid to the different sports leagues out there, the NCAA, on and on with that. Now, Ken and I have said our piece about an integrity fee. I'm going to just leave it open-ended to you. When, when you hear that term, what runs through your mind? And, of course, we'll do whatever the legislature asks us to do. But I think you know a couple of problems with the integrity fee is, one, it was based on handle, and I think that 
raised a lot of eyebrows just because when we're dealing with revenue and the model of sports wagering, uh, things that are based on handle, it, it scares people. It makes them nervous. It draws their attention. And this is a significant amount of money. And I think when I look at the integrity fee, it, it really is very similar to a source market fees in horse racing where you have a an event that's being hosted by a facility, by a racetrack, by a, uh, a sports uh, league, and and we have wagers that are being accepted uh, outside of that. Now, of course, the big difference between horse racing and sports wagering is, is with sports is that there is um, lots of marketing, advertising. Uh, they get TV sales, and so I think there is a difference there. But really, you know, this really was just a creative way to get uh, some of that revenue. And the more hands that are in on this, it is going to make it less and less attractive for the players. And and that really, it's important for the players to have uh, to have a fair shot at at uh, at being interested in this. If 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 the revenue works and the model works. And people will be interested, and it will draw people from that illegal market. And that really is what is going to be important uh, to make it work for everyone. Yeah, that's right now that model is bet 11 to make 10, and if it goes up because of the more hands in the pie, all of a sudden you're betting 12 or 13 to make 10, then you're going to stay offshore in those illegal markets. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Brian Arilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission is our guest. Brian, what about online? I know that the Iowa Lottery wants to be a part of this somehow. Um, we can buy lottery tickets at convenience stores. I don't think we'll get to a point that we can go to a come-and-go or a Casey's or pick your convenience score uh, and um, a store and, and bet a game. What about online? Is it going to come to our state, do you think? Well, I think this this year, I think that will be uh, an important part of this discussion with sports wagering. It was part of the bill in 2018. I've heard from uh, some casino operators and some legislators that that is important for them, that they think that that in order to to maximize most interest and to do it the right way that that there has to be an online component and so i think that is something that we're going to be watching very very closely and we're going to see what some of the other states are doing so that we can effectively regulate that I, I, currently there has not been a push for other types of casino games uh, to go online as you mentioned ken i know uh, i've heard some discussion uh, about lottery we're not directly involved with that but with the casino industry, I, d- I don't think um, we'll see anything in the near future. We have done some extensive studies on Internet poker uh, a few years back when that was mm-hmm. uh, a hot topic. And, uh, and I thought, you know, at that time, maybe that would work. Uh, the legislature pun- punted at that point in time. Uh, no, now, turns out that maybe that was probably a good decision, uh, given the numbers that we're seeing in New Jersey and some of the other states. And so... So uh, uh, as far as sports wagering, you know, I think it's a possibility, something we're going to be watching, and it'll be up to the policymakers uh, next session. Uh, last thing for you, Brian. Brian Arilco, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. The number that I was uh, floated today, a cons- uh, an estimate, that's all it is, maybe a guesstimate's a better word, of, of hand total handle in our state in a calendar year, $150 million. Is that kind of the number that was floated around uh, what, uh, that you heard this uh, these past few months? 
I have, you have to be real careful when you're, when we're talking about numbers because there is a big difference between handle and, uh, and between uh, hold. And, you know, one thing just real cursory numbers is you look at, look at our numbers here in the state. We do $1.4 billion in gaming revenue, uh, in, in give or take in any calendar year. In Nevada, 1.9% ballpark is, is part of their revenue is based on sports wagering. And so if, if you were to, to equate that, which, um, you know, it's much more complicated than that, but if you were to just do that, uh, you, you come to a number of about $27 million. So if you take that, you know, times a tax rate of, of 10%, you're averaging, a, you know, you're going to get about $2.7 million worth of tax revenue. Now the, now the deal here is it's not about the tax revenue that will be generated for the state. I, I, I I think there will be some, and that's important. We don't want to pretend that it's not. Uh, but I think what the casinos are hoping for is that it draws new people into their facilities that will spend money um, elsewhere, and that could generate additional tax dollars. Play a, play a hand, pull a handle, drink a beer, those types of things, ancillary stuff. Brian Arilko, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, very educational, Brian. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll probably uh, need to talk to you down the road. Thanks, Brian. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk Thank to you. you. Brian Arilko, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, as we try to provide a little bit more clarity onto what's going on in our wonderful state of Iowa. We'll come back. Dylan Mods, Iowa State. He covers for the Ames Tribune. We'll do that when we continue. Ken Miller show until two. Hawkeye Swarm still to come. 1700 KBGG. News. Talk. Sports. Yeah. We got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. 
That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty, and there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Uh, thanks to Brian Orilko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. As promised, let's get to Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. He was on the Cyclone Tailgate Tour yesterday uh, in Ottumwa. Uh, it seems like there's one of these um, one of these stops <laughs> seemingly every spring that uh, is very newsworthy. Uh, yesterday, no different, Dylan. Um, boy, what a day, right? The, the sports gambling thing falls into your lap, and maybe some of the questions that you drove over to Ottumwa thinking that you would get answered – perhaps became secondary. What a day. Yeah, it really was. And you've, you won there with Bert Hoiberg, 
really were Warney come to the NBA. One year was went basketball transfer, it seems like, and then this year was sports gambling. So, yeah, we talked to Jerry Pollard, Matt Campbell, and uh, Steve Prohm all about this. And, um, you know, it was probably at the most to say, certainly, but really interesting stuff from those guys. It's, uh, well, everybody has their hand out right now after yesterday sports leagues, the NCAA, and, and Jamie Pollard talked a little bit about that, about an integrity fee for the continued policing that they're going to have to do, the administrative side of things. Is that lip service, or is, is this something that you could see Jamie Pollard maybe digging his heels in? Yeah, I think uh, he's, he's for it, or for the discussion of it, and that's what he talked about uh, yesterday with uh, the state legislature when it reconvenes having to talk about this, uh, you know, pretty extensively and um, what kind of education or policing or integrity fee will there be. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you talk about integrity fees, it's all, it's all well and good, but that ends up being, uh, you know, a lot of money paid from the state to the different leagues, the NFL, NBA, and so forth, to, uh, to, to get that kind of education or to have a compliance staffer within um, the athletic departments of state institutions. So there's a lot of discussion that has to go into it, but uh, he, he didn't say whether he was for or against the sports gambling. He just said um, there's something that uh, is there to be discussed if it makes sense for the state of Iowa and for the state institutions. If, if there can be something to be gained or benefited from, um, if those discussions have to be had. So it'll be interesting to see, um, A, when those discussions happen, if it's right away when the state legislature comes back, or and B, uh, how, how quickly that goes down to all these different institutions. And part of that integrity, and I'd be curious to know if, uh, what, how Matt Campbell would feel to this portion of the integrity, would be to do what the NFL does, and that's to you know keep everything uh, as transparent as possible, which means... Uh, releasing an injury report the week of a game. I'm not so sure he wants to, you know, to Bill Snyder to know that David Montgomery's hurt and is not going to play until they take the field on Saturday for warm-ups. Then and only then would he see that his star running back is out. I'm not so sure that that part of the integrity is going to be welcome with open arms, not just at Iowa State, but across college football for the most part, Dylan. Right, Tyler. I think that's a really good point. And you talk about teams like the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick who puts everybody on those. Um, in non-participation list or injury report list, and, and then the guys end up playing. There's a lot of nuance to all of this that I think is really going to have to be discussed at length because you can't. There's got to be some sort of um, consistency with all of it or transparency. So I I don't really know how it's going to go down, and I think that's what's going to make it kind of interesting. There's states really kind of on the cusp right now with Nevada obviously being there and. New Jersey and Delaware, places like that, that are going to be in the next few. They probably haven't legalized, and they might have uh, already had legislation kind of on the table for whenever this happened. But Iowa, it sounds like it's kind of in that next crop after that of, of states that could see this mm-hmm. happen. So it'll be interesting how quick that goes along. Uh, Steve Prom apparently has uh, come out and uh, trying to uh, help the student-athletes out when it comes to travel and family travel. It's something that's certainly long overdue. You know, the kids that want to go home for Christmas or want to get their parents to, you know, that, that can't afford a plane ticket to come and watch them play or to follow them to tournaments, etc. cetera. Uh, how open was Prom to doing that? Seems like this is something he would really like to see happen. Yeah, that was kind of his idea because when you talk about sports gambling, a natural next step or next conversation is, does this lead into paying athletes and having some sort of salary-type 
huge deal for, for men's basketball players or football players or student athletes. And he said, um, he, you know, obviously he wants to see them, you know, reap the benefits as much as possible, but instead of having some sort of salary for the players, had eased the burden a little bit on them and their families by uh, allowing them to go home more easily, helping out with flights for family members from the games and things like that. And I think that makes sense. Because uh, you know it, it's tough for those guys to get away there. It's, it's pretty much a round the year, round the clock, round the year uh, type of deal where they're always involved in it some way. So to ease the burden a little bit and and have those guys be able to go home, uh, you know, on the school dime or, or at least have them assist I think it's a big deal because um, you know I remember Paul Rhodes used to advocate for stuff like that when um, you know guys would come on official visits and they could only bring one family member or whatever the case was, uh, that really, it, it, those are big decisions to have to make on your own. And so the new NCAA legislation allowed, uh, you know, guys, families to come on an official visit. So I think it makes sense to, you know, when the student athlete is on site on campus, to have their families be able to come more easily or for them to be able to go home more easily. No other conversation piece that came up with you, Dylan, and uh, J.B. Pollard was looking forward to in football scheduling. Sounds like things are set through 2024. Ohio, not state, the Bobcats, Louisiana Monroe, Arkansas State. That UNLV one jumped out to me. Are they going back out to Vegas, or is it just the Rebels coming to Ames? Yeah, it sounds like that's a home-and-home. Home. So they, they're not buying out of that contract from, from the south of it. Those allowed to um, Las Vegas and play that game there. I, I can't remember off the top of my head which year it is, but... Uh, they'll do a home and home with them. Um, Ohio might just be a home. Arkansas State, I'm sure, is just a home. Um, and then Jamie said that uh, they're kind of at that time where they need to start looking even beyond that. They usually like to stay about five or six years out in their scheduling, and that's really handled kind of by the athletic department, not necessarily, not necessarily with the coaching staff, um, just because uh, they're kind of uh, bogged down with the state and stuff. They don't really look out at scheduling, so that's kind of the athletic department's responsibility. So Jamie said it's coming around now where you'll have to start looking at opponents for 2025 and beyond. But right now, uh, Arkansas State, UNLV, uh, Ohio, um, those in Akron this year, those are teams that, that are going to be coming up here. Uh, Dylan Mods from the Ames Tribune is our guest. Uh, anything else from uh, Coach Prohm in, uh, in uh, relationship to his roster? Yeah, uh, it sounds like uh, Lindo Wiggington is still going through his workouts and there's no definitive. Uh, you know, timetable necessarily other than the, the deadline of, of when he's going to announce when he's coming back. He's just still kind of playing out the process. So um, they're, they're moving forward in, in recruiting, and I think, uh, you know, they're looking at obviously guys right now in, in the anticipation, maybe that he doesn't come back, although I think they're expecting to. But they're also kind of uh, looking at the, the year after, if he does leave uh, a year later. Um, they're kind of looking at some guard spots to fill that. So and, and I think right now that's kind of where the roster's set up. It's just kind of waiting to see what Lindell does. But I think all indications are that he'll, he'll come back. And it's, they're just kind of uh, looking a couple years off to see the possibilities for what could happen. You know, Coach Prohm, as the losing streak uh, built there at the end of the season, I mean, I- I'd never seen him during his tenure in Ames as dejected and down as he was. Renewed hope, renewed optimism in the offseason. I'm going to guess a lot more upbeat than uh, what we saw at the end of last year. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, he's a really competitive man, honestly, and I think um, the losing takes a toll on anybody. So uh, to kind of get out of that season, to, to 
kind of clear your mind a little bit and to, to kind of start anew is, is a, a nice thing for him, I know, and you can kind of get re-energized that way. So I think that's kind of what he's experiencing now. I know he's looking forward to, to kind of getting the guys back together in the summer and, uh, and really kind of assessing what this roster is and obviously getting guys like Mayo Sayak and, um, and Michael Jacobson into the fold. It, it certainly increases your talent level, but um, it's going to be another interesting year because they kind of have to move those pieces again to, to kind of get a coherent and, and um, roster with chemistry. So it'll be interesting, but I think uh, really kind of uh, running the younger play last year and, and growing even through the losses, um, it, it certainly helps as they kind of go into the summer and I know they're ready to turn the page and kind of build on, on uh, what I know they, they want to see as, uh, you know, not a forgettable year, but one that they can learn from. One more for me, Dylan. I'll let Ken finish up with you here. Uh, there's talk of the new uniform. Last year, they tried the alternate uniform that looked like a bugle uh, for the game against Texas on Thursday night on ESPN. I'm going to guess black is going to be a part of it. Is that a good guess with, with the love of affinity that Matt Campbell has for the black uh, uniforms? Yeah, I think that'll be some sort of component there. Um, you know, every time Matt Campbell seems like he's wearing a, a black polo and yeah, it's just it's part of the black hat. It's just kind of part of um, what he likes. So I think that that will be a component. And most times they're going to go away from the traditional look. I think there will obviously be a heavy part in that. But kind of all alternate uniforms, I think, is kind of a new deal. It separates yourself a little bit and, and, and makes you stand out. Uh, the black is always a sharp color. So I think uh, it, it sounds like the next month or so uh, we could start to see those. I think. Um, you know, Nike has to finish up a few things. Before. I don't know if it's as far as the design or, or just kind of um, putting the finishing touches on a few things. But I, this, it sounds like sometime this summer uh, we'll actually see what those look like. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how, how often they'll be used uh, during the season, but they'll certainly be in the rotation. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, Amestrip.com. Dylan, we have 45 seconds left. And I, I, Iowa controls, or Iowa's television partners control the kickoff time for the Cyhawk. Any rumors floated around yesterday when the in-state battle bill will be waged uh, regarding kickoff time? Uh, I haven't heard anything specifically. It, it seems like it's always early in the day, but uh, a couple of years ago at Clinic, I think there was a night nice kickoff, and, and those were always fun. Um, you know, as far as where it's going to actually be, I'm not really sure, but uh, you know, there's always kind of a certain, um, it, it, it's cool to see that game at night. Obviously, um, you know, there's been some pretty good games during the day, but uh, the, the night atmosphere really has something to it, I think. Preaching to the choir. Thank you, Dylan Moss. We'll catch up with you next week or as the need uh, arises. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you, guys. Take care. Yeah, good to talk to you. Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. Travis Hines, Dylan Mons, the entire staff over there. Uh, he joins us on the Dr. Stephen Fuller uh, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Speaking of Dr. Fuller, it's time for the Hawkeye Swarm. Every Tuesday to end the show with Trent and I. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, you will get back on your program. But today you're talking QBs with Doc? Quarterbacks, yeah. The conversation piece today. Great Hawkeye quarterbacks. Now, recently is more in my wheelhouse, but there are some good old school ones. Kenny Plain? Kenny Plain, there's a name. Randy Duncan, that's a very good one as well. So, yeah, in between the Chucks, Chuck Long, mm, Chuck Hartley, Hartley yep. got to go down that road. You know, the 70s were kind of a dead period. You don't hear I'll much... take co- your word for it. You don't hear <laughs> much true, conversation. That's true. You either go real old, yeah. you go back to the 50s and a little bit into the 60s, 
And then you get into the 80s and the yeah. 90s and the aughts. You know, who one of my favorite quarterbacks was as a person, and I liked this game too. And it was just around the beginning of the message board era, and I couldn't believe how hard Hawkeye fans were. Because this was all new to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. The Kyle McCann era. Oh, you're a, you were a McCann guy. I was guy. a McCann fan. I always liked Kyle McCann. I'm so glad that the Alamo Bowl ended mm-hmm. the way it did for him. Let's get to it. Without further ado, here's this week's Hawkeye Swarm with Dr. Fuller and Trent. The Hawkeye Swarm on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon with you. And as always, Dr. Stephen Fuller joining us here, taking a look back at some of the great seasons in Hawkeye history, some great moments. And today, Doc, our conversation Best quarterbacks in Iowa history. This is a, we can go a lot of different avenues here. You know, we could split it up into different eras, those kind of things. But, uh, well, from the get-go, you think quarterbacks, where does your mind first go? Well, everybody thinks of Chuck Long. I mean, the Heisman Trophy runner-up, and and, uh, he put in uh, four four years, good years at the University of Iowa. Um, And, you know, you've got to... This one's a tough one, in my opinion, uh, because, you know, um, he was just your standard drop back, maybe handoff to uh, running back. He had a great arm. But then you got to think of Chuck Hartlip, yeah. who followed uh, uh, Chuck Long uh, for two years. And, um, and he rewrote some of the uh, record books. Granted, Chuck Long, you know, is the uh, all-time uh, yardage holder uh, with over ten thousand yards, and then you got to somewhat think of Brad Banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a one 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 and, one, one, one and done, and uh, he could do it with his legs. He could do it with his arm, and and uh, you know, so there's so many different dynamics, and they were all successful right. quarterbacks. Well, and you can go back old school. You can talk about Randy Duncan and Kenny Plain. Now, that's before our knowledge base, right? You don't remember those guys, do you, Doc? Uh, just the folklore. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in the same vein. And, and you're sitting around tailgating, and an old timer come up to you. Now, you might think that Ricky Stanzi's good, but you didn't see Kenny Plain. You know, th- things like that. Yeah, and you know, you throw out Ricky Stanzi, and mm-hmm. you got to put him up there because, yep. uh, and even Drew Tate. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 performed when they had to perform, and and uh, they all had great successes, and and but you know. Are we looking for a multi-dimensional quarterback? You know, it, it it's hard to say. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to take Chuck Long off the top of the list. So, it is. It is. So we'll, we'll we'll agree that Chuck Long is at the top. Let's take it a step further, though. Then who would you put number two? That's where it gets difficult. That's where it gets difficult. I mean, you know, because uh, how good could Chuck Hartley been if he wasn't the backup for mm-hmm. two years, I believe, right. uh, with uh, Chuck Long? I mean, because uh, he, he comes in, I believe, at number two, and he has, uh, uh, if I remember right, four of the five 300-plus-yard uh, games and passing in that. So, you know, how productive could he have been uh, if he'd been, you know, able to play, you know, if he hadn't been behind Chuck Long? Yeah. And, if he was uh, a couple years younger. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I would probably put Chuck Hartlib right up okay. there in the number two slot. For me, so Brad Banks, that 2002 season is one of my all-time favorites. And, and because of that, I understand it was just one year. But for a college quarterback and what he did, taking Iowa to their first Big Ten title in over a decade, 
the season that they put together. And, and during the Ferentz era, where we really have not seen an offense like that since, and I don't think we'll ever see an offense like that again. It was high-powered. Because of that, Maybe. I might put him second. And you wouldn't get an argument from me about that it because so it, it was a fun season <laughs> and you, you you were in your seat until the very end mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, Brad Banks put on a great show. And, you know, uh, it, it it just the offense had a different dimension uh, because you didn't know. Is he going to hand it off? Mm-hmm. Is he going to bootleg it? Because he could fly if yep. uh, he got out there around that end. And or he could drop it off, and you know he did some great dumps too. Yeah, Matt Rogers is a guy that maybe is uh, a little underrated overall too. That's another guy that I'd certainly throw into the mix. Led Iowa to a Big Ten title, had had another great season before that. So he only had a couple of years as a full time starter there. But but Matt Rogers maybe a, a forgotten Hawkeye quarterback. Oh yeah, I mean you know there's unfortunately there's quite a few of those. Yeah, well, <laughs> forgettable for different reasons. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> and you know, you, you got Gordy Bohannon. He was a one-year wonder, yeah. you know, and his sons have gone on and played uh, basketball around for different uh, universities, Wisconsin and University of Iowa, and that, and and uh, uh, you know, it it who has risen to the top, you know, when the team really needed them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and you know, sometimes you think of. Drew Tate and Rick yes, Stancy. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, and frustrating moments with both those guys. Oh yeah, well, you know, there's many a bald moment. Yeah, and uh, but uh, y- you know, was it uh, Ricky Stancy? Basically, uh, the one year where we lost, if I remember correct, uh, or was it Drew Tate that we lost? All basically, we're, our backfield was decimated, and we had to rely on him. That was Drew Tate in '04. Uh, uh, Drew Tate in '04. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I. I've, thought I was correct. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, and how can you not put him somewhere up in that list just because he carried the team mm-hmm. and uh, he had to? I mean, you know, uh, so, it, you know, it's not a cut and dry who's the best quarterback. Hawkeye quarterbacks. If you got any Hawkeye quarterback greats, guys that we missed, maybe misranked, uh, you can hit us up. You can find Dr. Fuller on Twitter at Hawkeye Swarm. You can find me at Trencon. And Hawkeye Swarm this week, great Hawkeye quarterbacks. It's presented by Dr. Stephen Fuller and the Fuller Family family Dentistry. Two locations in Des Moines, East 29th Street, and in Altoona, 8th Street Southwest. Fuller Family Dentistry. Doc, we'll do it again next week. Thanks for your time. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, Trent, nice job. You and uh, Dr. Fuller, the Hawkeye Swarm again. The Hawkeye Swarm coming in August at a yet-to-be-determined date. We should be able to finalize that here hopefully in the next couple of weeks as the Iowa Mission of Mercy. Uh, that's the what we told you about before. All of those dentists from across the state of Iowa coming together on one weekend to provide free dental care. Last year it was in Cedar Rapids. This year the event has moved across the state. They'll do so this year in uh, Sioux City. Just a remarkable event. And thank you to Dr. Fuller for uh, the Hawkeye Swarm as well as sponsoring the hotline. All right, so he did quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've told you before, Kenny Plain was my first <laughs> hero, my first sports hero. You're Canadian. Uh, yeah, and just because yeah. I, I think I've said mentioned this in the past too, that my dad would show me in the newspaper. Yeah, that's our name, and that's how I learned to read. Right. I mean, first name, first word that I learned to read was uh, my name, and did so via former Hawkeye Rose Bowl MVP Kenny Plain. Uh, but yeah, nice job. Uh, the recency, who's yours recently? 
It's still Brad Banks. Because of the second that, that, overall Heisman. That and season was so much It's fun. unbelievable. And you were there yes. for the Orange Bowl. I was there as a 22-year-old. Right. Drunk. Moron. <laughs> right. And a lot of beer. Remember the opening kickoff? Had to go back and watch well, it. Well, you know what? That was probably, if you're going to have one memory of it, yes, that's not yes. a bad one to, to, to keep. It was, uh, that hangover lasted a long time, even as a 22-year-old. I bet it did. For more reasons than one. It yeah. was, uh, but that's the, it was, it was just so much fun. It was so unexpected. Mm-hmm. That was a lot more fun even than the 12-0 and year. Now, the 12-0 and year was skin of the teeth. It's second. Had, yeah, boy, I, there were a lot of close wins. The margin yeah. for error was so slim that year. I get what you're saying. And you're not going to ever convince me otherwise. If Iowa and Ohio State played in a Big Ten championship game that year, mm-hmm. I think Iowa would have throttled them. You know, too, you're talking not about. Not just beat them, mm-hmm. throttled them. The way they were playing at the end of the season mm-hmm. and how Ohio State was struggling. Now, of course, they went on to beat the unbeatable Miami team that many people thought from that year. But at that time, a Big in Ten overtime, championship. Right? I think yeah, it did go to overtime. Yeah. In Phoenix, I think it was. 23-16, something like yeah, that. something like that. Craig Krenzel, national title-winning yeah. quarterback Jeez. with Maurice Claret. I think Iowa would have throttled that team. But we will never know. You will never know indeed, Trent Connor. What do you and Jimmy B have cooking up today? Uh, we're going to talk a little Cyclones today. Alex Halstead will be stopping by. NBA talk with John Cannon. And, of course, a lot more on sports wagering the layer after layer after layer. It's a great topic, Trent. I'm so glad this one fell into our laps. It's a perfect May talker, May, June, or July, quite frankly. But uh, <laughs> but here it is, and there are so many things remaining to be uh, um, peeled back. We're going to squeeze a lot of juice out of this one. Why wouldn't we? We won't be alone, I'm assuming. No, not at all. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at noon. Tomorrow's Wednesday. The Cubs are on the road right in Atlanta. So that means the Cappy will be here. Uh, the Catman stops by at about 12.20. Jimmy B and TC get you home. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Talking sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 Ruthies poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Crack open a Ruthie today! Enjoy your Exile! Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Wolfconstruction.net. Brewskis, fried cheese, Polish sausages. Mmm, sounds good, and it sounds like the taste of Des Moines only Wisconsin-themed restaurant. The new Wisco Grub and Pub, located at Merle Hay Road, Nurmandale Avenue. This place is a tribute to the deliciousness that Wisconsin food is known for. Butter burgers, beer pretzel-coated cheese curds, and of course, beer brats. Speaking of beer, Wisco Grub and Pub has over 46 brew hahas available. So the next time you drive by Wisco Grub and Pub, don't just say Dad Over Dare is the new delicious Wisconsin-themed restaurant. Pull in and enjoy the best meal in Des Moines and the best deal with nine entrees below 10 bucks your wallet will love it as much as your taste buds plus fish fries every Friday night this week's sweet deal is Wisco Grub and Pub buy $50 worth of Wisco Grub and Pub gift certificates for only 25 bucks now that's a sweet deal there's a limited number and they're sure to go fast so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com the new Wisco Grub and Pub located at Merle Hay Road Nurmandale Avenue Des Moines only Wisconsin themed restaurant Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR Guys, are you ready to begin your journey 